I'm Emily Badger. I'm a reporter with The New York Times. Since the pandemic, empty office buildings have become much more common in many cities. Why can't we just turn them into housing? It's actually a really complicated question. To answer this question, you have to find a developer trying to turn an office building into apartments, ride a rickety elevator to the 30th floor of a construction site to see the interior guts of a building finds an expert in incandescent light bulbs who can explain to you how they fundamentally change office buildings. And that's just the beginning of what you have to do. When you subscribe to The New York Times, you are sending reporters like me out into the world to ask questions of dozens of different experts, to go and visit places most people don't get to go, to try to come back with answers, and then turn all of that into something that anyone can understand. If you'd like to become a subscriber, head to nytimes.com slash subscribe. You need to see the animated floor plans in this piece. From the New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. Here's what you need to know today. Over the weekend the United States commemorated the 20th anniversary of the September 11th terror attacks with ceremonies in Pennsylvania, Washington, and New York, where the names of those killed at the World Trade Center were read aloud by members of their families. Michael Andrew Bain. Kathleen Bantis. And my uncle, firefighter Christopher Michael Mazzillo. I know you're with us every day watching over us, and even though I never met you in person, I still miss you a lot. In a speech delivered from Shanksville, Pennsylvania, at the Flight 93 Memorial, former President George W. Bush drew parallels between the foreign extremists who carried out the September 11th attacks and the domestic extremists who carried out the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. There is little cultural overlap between violent extremists abroad and violent extremists at home. But in their disdain for pluralism, in their disregard for human life, in their determination to defile national symbols, they are children of the same foul spirit, and it is our continuing duty to confront them. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. This podcast is supported by the Freedom From Religion Foundation. I'm Ron Reagan, an unabashed atheist, and I'm alarmed by the intrusions of religion into our secular government. That's why I'm asking you to join the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the nation's largest and most effective organization of atheists and agnostics working to keep state and church separate. Phone 1-800-335-4021, 1-800-335-4021, or visit the Freedom From Religion Foundation at FFRF.org. Ron Reagan, lifelong atheist, not afraid of burning in hell.